0: Wealth Within offers a range of investment and in educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello, welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the chief analyst here at Wealth Within. Today, across my desk, I got a um, a new report actually from Morningstar on asset class investment growth. There's actually a chart with. Uh, Overlaying lots of different um, investment vehicles or investment classes and giving the return from the 1st of July 1989 through to August 2012. And uh, it's quite a nice graph and I might try and put that onto our blog so you can actually see what I'm actually talking about. And it talks about here, I mean obviously it doesn't talk about it, but it shows in the graph here that cash uh, returned 6.3% per annum. Australian fixed interest, which I believe in this fine print is actually um, RBA bonds, um, and that is 9.1% per annum. International fixed interest or hedged fixed interest international, 9.3. Australian listed property, that would be REITs, I think, REITs, um, that came in at 7.5% per annum. Australian equities come in at 8.7% per annum. Small caps at 6.8% per annum and international equities 4.0% per annum. Um, Quite an interesting graph. If we look at the... the, um Australian listed property, it's, as I said, at 7.5. We see back in sort of late 2006, sort of early 2007, that was uh, way leading the pack as far as growth per annum is concerned. And and obviously now it's uh, less than what Australian equities are on here. But when I'm looking at things like this, I I look at... uh, why people put them out and how we can use them as investors. And this came from a broker that sent a, sent this uh, through to us in here, and we get, quite often get research from brokers. And I quite often look at these sorts of things and say, well, oh, what are they trying to say and how do we make the figures look? And this is where we see, uh, for example, the property industry putting out figures that make property look better and the, and the share market industry putting out Um, figures that make the share market look better and uh, the managed fund industry putting out information that makes them look better as well so I always look at these and and say okay well that's great but what does it all mean and the fine print really doesn't go into depth like with Australian equities at 8.7 percent is that with or without dividends I can't see that in the fine print whether it is or not and I, I would assume it's not Uh, without the dividends, um, which would increase that because generally we know that over a a 10-year period the Australian equities or Australian equities would perform somewhere around that sort of 12%. Uh, The property being listed property is not necessarily um, comparable to um, investment property, direct direct investment property for people, so you can't compare that. One thing I found interesting, though, was international equities at 4%. If you look at the graph, whilst international equity is okay I get this question asked a lot Um, especially a lot of financial planners like to diversify people's equity exposure between Australia and overseas equities so to get more diversification in there Um, where I've been arguing against that sorry um, I've been arguing against that for 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 as long as I can remember thinking well you know there's there's plenty of stocks in the Australian market to get in trouble with why would you need to go overseas to a market you don't understand and whilst i find it the less is the, the risk is lessened by using um, overseas managed funds that are overseas because using their expertise to push a managed fund together or pull a managed fund together on equities overseas whether it's european shares asian shares or us shares but to me, then you're adding in currency risks and other costs. And the, the food chain, I suppose, to, for want of a better term, from your bank account through to the financial planner, through to the managed funds and to the investment managers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, there's quite a long food chain in there and everybody's taking their clip of the profits, so to speak, or the money going through all that, so to speak. So to me, I always find international equities is interesting, but it says the return's 4% here. And, and if you look at the graph, the peak in um, international equities is around early 2000 and that correlates with the peak in the Dow um, in January 2000 there. And the Dow went south then into October 2002 and it really hasn't recovered that well. And so to me, it's more obviously that international equities is probably linked more to the Dow uh, or the American market, which has been sick pretty much for most of the decade. Uh, But it also shows you why uh, in my book, How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20%, I talk about diversifying your portfolio when I talk about diversification. Saying, well, why would you go to an asset class, especially overseas equities, if you're going to get a less return? And same to me with cash. I mean, I don't know about you, but it says cash at average 6.3% per annum. Now, I'm not sure about getting cash at 6.3% per annum from 1989 right through to 2012. I'm not sure how we would have been able to achieve that on average, you know, because right now the cash rate's under 5% for, for turn deposits all around 5% or just under that for turn deposits. So, Obviously, if that's an averaging, I don't know whether it's an averaged annual return or whether it's a compound return. I'm not actually sure because I sort of can't read the fine print. But as I said, always look at what they're trying to do and, and with, with the information that's coming out and then make your own assessments of how do you balance out your portfolio and, and your investments within all of that. Uh, as I said, I will try and post this on our website. Um, blog, so they give you a bit of an idea to have have a look at it. But it's the Morningstar Asset Class Investment Growth from the 1st of July 1989 to August 2012. And as I said, it's quite an interesting um, take on what investment vehicles are doing uh, what at the moment. So um, I'll leave you with those thoughts. I look forward to chatting with you next time. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillan, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE